0: Hey, hey, you, yes, you, do you want to feel good and look good, be safe online in your business? Perfect. That's the place, that's the time. It's another episode of the Right Brain Geek Podcast. Mighty Ones, another fantastic lady with me today. I feel really spoiled. I've stumbled on Cheryl, thanks to Tanya and Claire. We had them in episode 17, if you remember. If you haven't listened to the episode, go back and listen. It's worth it. And I've discovered Cheryl, who has wrote a book for kids to fight stereotype. I fell in love with the project, and I have to say, I've got a, a huge beast crush on you now. I so, say... You are a writer, you are a ghostwriter, and you help people getting more resilient, which is something that's really, really dear to my heart as well. So, welcome on the podcast, Cheryl, for this episode 20. Thank
1: how you. For you
0: me. How are you doing? Yeah, really good, thank you. I love how you explain that you grow the book that is in people's heart and head. You help them put it out uh, when they've got something in and they're a bit too overwhelmed to actually do the writing in details
1: yeah so essentially what I do might earn a living for my main living is ghostwriting which I mean most people have got a book in them of some kind and it's basically about bringing that out of them because most people don't have but you know they've got their own jobs and they're at work and it's a full-time job to write a book people can write it sort of around their work but it obviously then takes a lot longer uh, people write. Bring their kind of expertise out into the world really via, via a book which is great because I love writing I'm going to written a few of my own books as well so it's, it's just nice to be able to help other people get that feeling when you get a, an actual book and you can slip the book and you're like I've got a book out so yeah it's really really uh, enjoyable
0: yeah it's fantastic and um I love that you are using this talent of yours using everything you leave with your girl because you created the climb tree girls with your daughter so for people who haven't seen before your project it's great you have t-shirts and you have a book coming out tell us a bit more about how it happened how your your daughter and yourself set up this project
1: it all happened quite a long time ago when, when my daughter was about three she started she's eight now so five years ago she started to you know, express herself and, and show the things she liked and didn't like. But so as soon as she did that, so she liked cars, she liked football, she liked trains and dinosaurs and all of that sort of thing. As soon as she did that, we were noticing that shops and adverts and people even were, were sort of saying they're not for you, you're a the girl, they're for boys.
0: It's the curse, right? If you're allergic to pink, like I tend to be, I
1: <laughs> can't find anything for girls. That's not That's cool. right. Well, it's kind of like the pink of the Dacia, isn't it? And it's got a lot worse over the past 20 years. Yeah. Um, And I think it does, pink as a colour does outsell. And the thing is, we're not saying there's anything necessarily wrong with pink because lots of girls and even boys, you know, all like pink. It's just a colour. But It's just when that's the only option and then that limits children. And so what happened was we, um, just over the course of a few years, for example, uh, my daughter had her face painted. Who wanted it for Spider Man, and, and the lady said, Oh, you don't want that? That's for boys. How about a nice butterfly? <laughs> It'll be very no, she wants Spider Man. So, not being able to find what she wanted in the Girls' aisle and we go to the Boys' aisle to find her clothes, which no problem doing that. We've, we've been doing that for years. It kind of feels like we shouldn't have to. So, as a result of that, that was the first part of um, a project we started together, which was called com, and that was basically involved us getting some designs together for girls and boys but sort of actually the message was girls like dinosaurs and pirates too. So we have these designs that were brighter colours and also lots of boys who are sort of fed up with just the very dingy dark colours that were offered to them. They go oh look there's a dinosaur top that's lots of bright colours and splashing in a rain that's puddle and all of these things. So we offered that, that was 2015. Uh, launched Kids.com and I've sold sort of hundreds of t-shirts, which is great. So I really enjoy doing
0: that. And that's something I really love when I went to see the shop because obviously I had a look. I love the fact that, yeah, girls love dinosaurs too and it's really empowering. Like, it's something that I've loved in the video as well on the Kickstarter, seeing all those little faces saying how much, they, you know, they like, they like this or that. And boys need to be allowed to, to express their more sensitive side. There's been lots of um, research about how men are now quite depressed because yeah. they, they can't express everything and they have to fit in that box of Mr. Strong, never crying. We always talk about empowering women, but I like the fact that you say it's also for, for young boys and men because they need that as well. It's something that's not talked about enough and it's mental awareness day uh, week, actually. Yeah. yeah. I know that's something a few people have started to talk about, that men suffer in silence and it's breaking lives. We have to start young, isn't it? It all starts by not asking to the to the little girls, oh, you're so cute, well, where's your dress from? No, ask them about their dreams or what they like to do and stop saying to kids, you know, to little boys, oh, you're so strong, that's great. Yeah, it's, Every it's, one of us can do something.
1: Yeah, it is important, like you say, to start, from a young age, because it's it is worse for boys. To be fair, the amount of feedback I've had where it's girls who like what people say for boys is one thing. But if a little boy likes pink or is showing his emotions, it, you know, there's the whole boys don't cry thing, which is what we put into our Kickstarter campaign video. You know, boys don't cry, girls can't play football, and it's like, well, yes, you can. And it's kind of restricting the children and putting them in boxes. The knock-on effect can be, um, you know, in terms of mental health, lower self-esteem. You know, we, as human beings, we want to fit in and be liked and everything else. So if there's something flagged up when you're young, that, oh, that's not for you, you might actually stop. And very luckily, my daughter has just been like, well, this is what I like. It hasn't affected her negatively. She's just like, well, why would you say that's for boys? I'm allowed to like it. Whereas I think some children, it does affect them. and Then they stop playing with what they really want to play with and they stop being who they are. And that's why, as well as doing the T-shirts, which is one side of things, I wanted to do something more. And that's how the book came about. Because we'd, um, we'd actually come up with the Climbing Tree Girls as characters. But they have kind of been sitting behind. They were sort of part of the logo and everything else. But they have been sitting behind that. And I wanted to sort of bring them to life in a book. But it's taken me sort of two years to figure out what's the best way of doing that, and then I came up with a story that would kind of explain gender stereotypes in a child-friendly way. So it's, it, I came up with a story. I, I toyed with different ideas. I thought, oh, maybe I should do three individual books—one for each of the girls. One of them's very outdoorsy. One of them likes football. And one of them's kind of creative, skateboarding type um, girl, and. I thought, I'd do separate stories, and I thought, no, what I'm going to do is a story that shows, has an analogy in the story. So, very quick plot is that the primary trees girls find themselves in a kind of strange new world, staying high the enter this new world, and everybody seems a little bit miserable. And it turns out there's a law that says you're only allowed to play with certain toys, you're only allowed to uh, wear certain colours and uh, do certain jobs as a career, based on the colour of your hair. So everything is down to whether you're, you've got red hair, blonde hair, you know, dark hair or whatever. And so they put think that's a strange rule, and they go about trying to save the day and, and saying, you know, yes, you can wear the boot, whatever, you know, whatever you like. And then there's a kind of twist at the end when they get home and go to the supermarket and realise actually there are a few limitations. So they decide to do something about that as well. And So it's kind of about... Not just gender stereotypes, but sort of finding your spark, doing what you love, and also kind of standing up for what you believe in and sort of going out there and doing that. So, and I found it amazing illustrator.
0: Yes, the design are so pretty. It's really cute. And I love the fact that you can use the book. So obviously you can offer it to your own little girl or boy. You can offer it to other boys and girls. And a book can travel, so I can imagine, you know, a doctor having that in his uh, waiting room because that's how you start the dialogue as well. You can dialogue with the kids. You can yeah. stimulate the the parents as well because yeah, the meeting time, isn't it, when you sit down to read a book? People know, like, kids can get really obsessed with one book and read it and read it over and over again.
1: Yeah, so so but also, very important, you did mention about boys as well. And all, although the, the, the sort of protagonists are girls, because I wanted to represent my daughter and show her, look, here's some little girls who aren't pretty sexy and they are more like you, you know. So that was that the reason why that. But there's lots of little boys in the book as well. And there's a lovely little boy who's got a pink t-shirt on and he's carrying a doll. You know, boys who like dolls and figures and trains and fairies, just... You know, because children like a wide uh, range of things and there's a whole spectrum of of what they like. So I want to sort of cater for everyone. That's what we've done. And like you say, starting the conversation to show children that they should just be proud to be their unique selves. You know, we're all different. And as much as fitting in is something we naturally kind of aspire to as human beings, actually, we're we're all the same. It was very boring. So actually just follow your heart and just do what you love play with the toys you love wear the colors you love and
0: uh, just be yourself it's a beautiful message and it's really beautifully delivered so i really hope everybody's gonna have a look on your kickstarter it looks like already quite a good uh, success which is amazing yeah the more ways the book can travel the better so do check it watch the videos because honestly i've watched it a couple times and it's so sweet every time i'm nearly like my eyes get watery because it's so cute to see those little faces being really true (laughs) and showing how you need to, as you say, you need to embrace who you are, love who you are and embrace it, but at the same time, be more tolerant with the, the little boy and the little girl that's in front of you. That's a double learning in the book that I really, really like. It's all about yourself and, and your self-love but the tolerance are going outside as well so it's fantastic
1: thank you I'm really glad you like it and it's important to say so the book I've written the book and the illustration I've got the cover but in order to get it actually published and get it out there that's what the Kickstarter so is about it's crowdfunding so that you pledge an amount and then as a reward you're kind of pre-ordering it and then once the target's met, that means that it's definitely going to happen. It's going to be published and get out there. Um, it seems like a good way to to do it, really. Uh, yeah, it's really published.
0: good. And you can pre-order the book. I've seen you've got an e-book as well. People can order. That's like a starter as well. So yeah, that's
1: right. So some people might have older children or not really want to have a copy of the book, but they could still back the campaign by um, getting e book which is about how to uh, in, encourage your children to be proud of themselves. And, it. and and there's lots of other different options you can su- uh, support and support from schools. So schools get copies of the book and different things. So yeah, there's uh, lots of different options and boards to support the campaign and make it happen. I and mean, get it get it out there to... Yeah, know, and share,
0: share the word because it, <laughs> I think it has to go around. There's a few uh, people I can see online that, praise that new look on how we educate the boys and girls for a better tomorrow so I'll pass it on as well because that's I think that's such a fantastic tool. we need tools to discuss things because I've seen too many times people trying to share an idea but if you don't have something physical or a support to show the angle quite often people don't realize that oh yeah actually I didn't realize that talking like this to my boy was negative or, or I didn't realize that I'm always saying to little girls, oh, you look so pretty. That's something yeah. I was talking to with Claire and, and Tanya as well. Like, I realise I'm guilty of it. Yeah,
1: really
0: you know, it's so easy. So it's good to have something that's a bit more in your face and that takes you on the journey to think yeah. and reflect on what's going on and how you do things.
1: Well, what's interesting, you say that as well, is that because I've tried to do, go the other route and actually go directly to the supermarket, so the people who are putting the messages out there, Because obviously as parents, we might say things and get get things wrong. We all make mistakes sometimes in um, how we learn. But at the end of the day, the supermarkets are the ones who are sort of labelling this is the voice as well. So I joined um, a campaign as an ambassador for Let Clothes Be Clothes. And I was um, had the good fortune of going to sit literally opposite some the lead buyers at Tesco and Mother Care and John Lewis. And actually speaking to them and giving them feedback and saying, you know, not only about the those sorts of things but also like the motifs that they put on their t-shirts like always more boys and becomes trouble and all of that sort of stuff and then the girls putting in the princess. actually how how that's a negative thing so they did listen to a certain extent and they as a result of that meeting they stopped doing labels on halloween costumes so you can just wear whatever you want to wear and also made shorts longer for girls and uh, cardigans more robust than the flimsy kind of Party ones, so they actually serve the purpose. So they there's progress already. That's good. Yeah, uh, but having said that, it's that really good, but it's so difficult to get them to make the changes they wanted to do. So I thought actually a book is a kind of straight to the child essentially because we're going to read it to the child to get the message to them, even if they're surrounded by gender stereotypes, which they're going to be. They're not going to go away overnight. Let's give them. Let's counter those messages and basically through a book. So that they can go, oh that's a bit silly actually, and, and also help them understand why those messages exist. It's usually a sort of an explanation of, of going into the book, but it's usually because it's to help parents to make their life easier by just going, Oh, this is easy, look, girls or boys, and also the shopkeepers sort of potentially earn more money. So it's it's come from a place that is unnecessary, really. They can choose to ignore those messages and just themselves. So that's, that's what I thought if we, if we can't kind of shield them from stereotypes at least we can explain to them and give them um, kind of a way to respond to them are you know, the
0: more kids read your book and are aware of yes I can the more they're going to ask for those kind of t-shirts and I always say we vote with our purse so yeah. if there's more and more parents talking to you know and Walmart and all those places to say actually we really want to have more gender equal type of design in your t-shirt at yeah. some point if money is involved they are going to, going to make a, a change yeah. so that's interesting how I think it has to come from the base and then they'll have to change because yeah. the way is going to come yeah. at them
1: Maybe, yeah people tell definitely work.
0: Fingers crossed! Well, that's fantastic to have you on board. I will put all the links in the show notes. Thank I you. want people to really go and check your Kickstarter page and that really cute video, cute but
1: powerful, which is a, a nice mix. I do like it. Thank you. Yeah, it was really fun to make as well, and the kids were amazing. And uh, it, it does make me feel a bit emotional when I watch it. Like, yeah.
0: they are so cute it's really like oh so yeah I, I may just watch another time again after we just hang <laughs> up because it's so it's so cute and I'll put the links to your own website as well if someone feels they've got a book in them you're the one person to make it grow and blossom because you've got adorable drawings on your site as well so I have to say it's same it's um, the, about the resilience and the growing organically something the the gentleness and the resilience talks to me and I'm sure that we have to many of my listeners so
1: yeah and I think as well that's part of what I wanted to do is help people to flourish so I've got the flourish handbook is one of my books and um mention mental um the mental health sort of awareness week and so well-being is something I'm really interested in um yeah so yeah you've even I've seen you've got a retreat as well in January.
0: I've seen yeah, that January. That's, January. that's what you
1: think. It's, it's going to be the fifth one. There's still spaces left, actually, to put via the flourish, via flourishhandbook.com, but that is um, a retreat that about 40 people go to every January, at the end of January, and you're feeling a little bit, sort of, uh, after Christmas, and kind of a rejuvenating wellbeing retreat in Bournemouth. Yeah, it's really good fun. So, yeah, come along.
0: Yeah, they will will check it out. All the links will be in the show notes. So Mighty Ones, that was another lovely episode. Thank you so much, Cheryl. And get on the Kickstarter page, Mighty Ones. Bye, guys.